Hello Sheepdog Country, this is Big Country, one half of the team, and today I have a wonderful friend and a special guest. His name is Tom Briggs, one half of Johnson & Briggs Construction Company. Um, don't fill my invoice with requests of jobs because we are a one and done team. We're, <laughs> we're remodeling the youth room right now at our church and... Uh, which has been a pleasure to get to hang out with Tom and fellowship and do all that stuff. And so, uh, welcome to Sheepdog Country, there, Mister Tom. Well, it's great to be here with you, uh, boss. <laughs> boss, yeah, right. So I was thinking, I was actually on the truck. I didn't want to tell you this before we start this, but when I was going to the hardware store, I was thinking of. But you, you will hear my. My four-year-old in the background every once in a while. Um, but I was thinking in the truck, um, like, because I have a nickname that I go by, Big Country. I was like, what kind of nickname can I give Tom? And uh, I was thinking, since you're from Minnesota, I was calling you Papa Soda. I like that. You like that? <laughs> Papa Soda. <laughs> Not popping the can of soda. You're just Papa Soda. <laughs> I go by a lot of Rick nicknames, by the way. Well, I don't, I've, I've never heard any. So, uh, me and Tom actually... Me and Tom actually uh, became friends through our mutual love of golf and Jesus. Amen. <laughs> and and uh, he is a, a wonderful man. And I just wanted to have him on here because... We're going to start a new series called Testimony Tuesday. Now I'm about to testify on my four-year-old for making all this noise here in a second. So, Tom, um, I just wanted to open it up to you and get you to uh, maybe start it off. Let's uh, get into your testimony a little bit. Okay, well, I'd be, I'd be glad to do that. Um see how can it starts a couple ways here I was actually uh, born and raised Catholic in uh, Minneapolis Minnesota a little suburb called Robbinsdale and uh, I was I was I went to a little Catholic school St. Margaret Mary's for eight years mm. and it was an altar boy there and I uh, just love serving God I always love serving God um, but I, I, I did not know Jesus my Lord and Savior so really my story starts my testimony starts with my sister. Uh, my sister um, married a wonderful man, and um, they were in the Navy. Uh, she was, uh, um, he was serving on in, in San Diego, and uh, they had a little baby girl. My sister was 19 years old, and uh, one day she packs everything up and is gonna walk out and leave her husband. Just gonna leave him. As she's walking out, There was a TV evangelist on, and he said, right now, there's a 19-year-old girl with a little baby who's walking out on her husband and is going to leave him. He said, don't do it. She just stopped right there in her tracks, and she turned around, 
And there she accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. He, he said a salvation prayer right away for her on that, on that TV. Changed her life. So they're out, of the, they're out of the Navy now. They come back. They don't have a place to live. So they live with me all for about five, six months. And she had this sweet witness. She says, Tom, are you going to heaven? And I says, Janet, I'm going to go to heaven. Why wouldn't God take me to heaven? What have I ever done? that he wouldn't take me and accept me. And she says, well, you need to know Jesus, your Lord and Savior. You know, and I never really heard that before. Um, so she just kept witnessing to me and witnessing to me about Jesus. And so finally I thought, um, she never forced herself. Finally one night I thought, you know, I'm going to go to one of her Sunday night uh, church services. So I get there, and they're worshiping the Lord, and I'd never seen this before. I mean, People are raising their hands. Uh, they're dancing in the aisles. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, these people are crazy. These people are nuts. But somehow I thought, well, I'm just going to stick this out. And I realized now it was the Holy Spirit. But um, I stayed there. And I realized that they weren't crazy. <laughs> After hearing the message, I realized they, they had a relationship with, with God and with Jesus that I never had before. And um, a few more months goes by, and finally, I just my sister kept trying me to say a salvation prayer, and I just wouldn't do it. I just wasn't ready. I just uh, I didn't want to change my life because I knew it would change my life after going to these Sunday night services. Then one night... Um, I've heard a message on Adam and Eve that I heard since I was four years old. And I realized for the first time that their sin was born into all men. And that because of that sin, we had no hope. No hope. Unless you accepted the Savior named Jesus Amen. who came to die on that cross for us. <clears throat> So I remember driving home that night in a blinding rainstorm, finally surrendering my life to Jesus. And it, it, was, it changed me immediately. Immediately, I come from a, a background of construction and, and uh, um, you know, with construction workers, there's quite, a, there's, there's quite uh, some characters there. And I was probably the worst swear or cusser we'd ever colorful seen in Colorful language. Life. Yeah, colorful language, <laughs> that's for sure. And that, he, just, he just delivered me immediately. He, he delivered me immediately from that, from that swearing. The next day, I just had to share the gospel. I just had to tell people, I'm saved. I, you need to know Jesus. I, I never swore again. Um, and I've got testimony after testimony about what he did in my life, how he changed my life. Oh, I did a 180 right away. Um, but just a little side note here. Um, that was 33 years ago. Um, but my sister, who I shared earlier, her husband fought her for 20 years. Hated God. Was going to walk up, you know, try to divorce her a couple of times. She wouldn't give up. She never gave up in prayer. 20 years later, They're serving together. They have their own church. 
It's amazing. I want to tell you, never give up in prayer. If you're praying for someone, never, ever give up. Because God will answer those prayers. And I know we want those prayers answered right now. But it's always his timing. It's always his timing. Just trust him. Just trust him. And uh, see what he'll do in your life. That's so good. I told you I was going to cry. <laughs> it's okay because I cry every time. I I don't do it so much with, with the youth. But... Every time I talk about this stuff, especially in front of other adults, I start getting really teary-eyed because it's so personal. It is. And, um, like, I've always, especially since I got, uh, since I got saved, I always have been a proponent of, um... Because I grew in that grew up in that generation, you know, if you're man and you cry, you're weak and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I get hurt. I don't cry. You know, someone makes fun of me. I don't cry. Yeah. But in those intimate times with the father, or fellowshipping with a brother, or even when I'm talking from a place of passion for the gospel, oh. um, that's when I cry. Yeah. Or if it's a really good cartoon movie, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll get a tear yeah. or two in there. How about Mary Poppins? You cry, I can cry Mary Poppins. Oh, no, Mary Poppins in there. Yeah. Um, well, the, the thing is, the reason I get so emotional is really the only thing that matters is that is that we're saved. I, yeah. I, I was going to hell. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize the danger I was in. I'm talking about an eternity here in hell, and I realized that, that I needed that Savior. No. Because I wanted to be with him, I, it's just uh, the most important thing is that you're saved. It's the only thing that matters. Going to heaven. Yeah, we're just passing through here. Just passing through, and it's a, it's an amazing thing. And you know, I just, I thank God for men with tender hearts, because um, I knew that I never really had that in my life growing up, and I think that's why I am the way I am. Um, and probably one of the reasons why, for all the flack that he gets, I love Todd White because he's a very tender heart. Mm -hmm. And um, and there's a need for that yeah. because right now men are being really attacked for their masculinity, mm -hmm. so they're not emotional enough, and they women want this feminine man and all this stuff. But you can be tender-hearted, yeah, and still be masculine, and still be a man's man, and still be that that protector, that that safeguard. Um, there's a reason why, and me and Pastor Ben call name this Sheepdog Country. It's because you know our even as pastors. You know, some of us refer to us as shepherds, but we've never, we don't refer to ourselves that way. No. God is our shepherd. Amen. Amen. We're the thing that stands in between the sheep and the wolves. Yes. And, and so that's why we call ourselves sheepdogs. Yeah. But, um, but it takes that, that tenacity. Yeah. To, 
to fight off the enemy in the tenderness to love the sheep. Amen. Amen to that. So, man, you got me crying now. Well, we're just a couple blubbering idiots on uh, <laughs> Sheepdog Country. But, um, man, that's a strong testimony. And it just shows the heart of the Father. Yeah, yeah. My, well, my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite stories is the prodigal son. And I think we're all that. We're all prodigal sons. You know, we've all walked away, even though we knew we were doing wrong. You know, we've all walked away, and, and we've got a father that will forgive us. I, I think of the picture of uh, the prodigal son, Rembrandt's picture of the prodigal son. Where that his son is knelt down. He's, he's in rags. Sandals are torn apart. And his father's holding him in his, in his, into, his, into his lap. And the love of the Father in that picture is incredible because the whole time he's looking for him to come back just the way, you know, the Lord is obviously. But the, the thing is in that, pic, in that picture of Rembrandt, it shows these other men there. And you can tell that some of them don't understand the forgiveness. You know, some of them understand the forgiveness, but it's, it's a powerful picture of the prodigal son. I'd encourage anybody to look at that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome awesome rendition of this or it is is. um but anyways guys uh that's uh this is what we're gonna be doing uh testimony tuesdays i have a lot of people that i'm gonna get with hopefully my son will be a little bit quieter for in future episodes um but got a lot of people that we're gonna be getting with um pastors from around the area different people that just have incredible testimonies um all from different walks of life that can share what god's done in their life and they're all on the front line they're all fighting for the gospel for what america was intended to be for not cowering into all this evil that's going on in this world so um we just bless you and can't wait to uh, be with y'all again. And if y'all have any testimonies y'all want me to hear, um, or if you uh, want to recommend somebody to be on here as a testimony in the Arizona, in uh, the Phoenix Valley area, uh, please hit us up at uh, sheepdogcountryaz at gmail.com or on the Instagram page, Sheepdog Podcast. And we will talk to you next time. God bless you all, and uh, hope you were blessed by this. I definitely was. Uh, And we just love you all. And in Jesus' name, we just close us out, protect us, watch over us, and uh, let us be courage. Let us be full of courage as we step into our everyday and testify about who you are and what you've done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.